listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. What's up? And we are here to do another show about odd news, maybe tell us a few off-color jokes. Yeah, for I mean, it depends on your definition of <laughs> off-color. Yeah. Yeah. The bad boys of Southern evangelical comedy. We're here. We're here. We're... Doing a show. Doing a show. Yeah. I wish I had something good to rhyme with that, that... <laughs> Well, there's us. just not a lot that rhymes with here. No. You know? I, and let's be honest, our LBGTQ brothers and sisters claim the greatest rhyme ever for it, <laughs> yeah. for their parades and protests and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, shout, kudos to them. I got You got to give them credit. What about, we're here, don't fear? Oh, there we go. There we go. Don't fear. We're... <laughs> We're not the main Southern Baptists. You know? <laughs> right. There's plenty of those. Yeah, oh yeah. We got the market cornered on those. Who are you looking for mean people in, in a church setting? Southern Baptist is where you go, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeff, how was your week? I was, it was good. I did three days of online Zoom training, which was informative and also torturous at the same time. I don't know if you've had to sit through eight hours of Zoom. No. The Uh, most Zoom I think I've ever done is like an hour for Sunday school. Yeah. (laughs) So this was a total of 24 hours. So over half of the work week. Wow. That myself and other coworkers, shout out to Lindsay, who um, was in there too. Um, Shane as well. I know they, they listen. Like, how do you not, how do you not open up spades in another window and just start? (laughs) No, well, I didn't do that. Now, I did respond to emails and do my normal, like when... Oh, no. Oh, queen. We tried recording the podcast with the dog in the room with us, and we get about two minutes into the show. She's already making <laughs> noise. get to get out. She's like, no, <laughs> please don't make me listen to this. So, anyways... Yeah, I, I respond, do my normal emailing and stuff because, you know, people apply for credit online and I have to distribute mm-hmm. those. So I, I did that stuff. Um, there were a few funny texts that got shared between participants in the call. Nobody got turned into a cat. No, no. If I knew <laughs> how to do that, I would probably have done that. Look, there we go. There we go. I'll be right back. <laughs> Tiny's dog hates our podcast. Just does not enjoy it. And I don't I don't blame her. So anyways, this has been a great start to the show. We've really <laughs> hit the ground running here. <laughs> I believe it's uh there's an app called something lens. Yeah. And uh, that'll change your Zoom filter. Yeah. I mean, oh, you download it to your you, computer, oh. but, and then you just link your Zoom account, and you got all kinds of cool stuff. I don't want to download anything to the work computer <laughs> and like crash our whole network and right. unleash viruses and everything else. So, but yeah, so I, that's what I did for most of the week. As we talked about last week, my car wouldn't start, but yesterday mm-hmm. a miracle happened and it just did start. Right back yeah. So huh. it decided, you know, it's at that age where it's like, hey, I need to take a week off. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, what are you going to do about it? Well, 
I, I got it started and, you know, parked on the street, which is against the HOA regulations. People don't know. People don't know no, that. No, because people park on the street all the time. My neighbor is on the board of the HOA. Yeah, right. His daughter, that's where she parks yes. every single day. Drives Tara crazy. Yeah. But I tried to tell Tara, I was like, look, if he's doing it, that means we can do it too. Sure. If we need to park out there sometimes. So don't worry about it. And, you know, our neighborhood, as ritzy as it is, the driveways are like 10 feet long. I mean, they're not yes. very long at all. And so <laughs> if they uh, wanted people parking in their garages, they should yeah. have built their garages bigger than a cracker box. Yes, exactly. That too. And, uh, you know, if you have multiple cars or anything. So anyways, I pulled it back in the garage behind Thomas's car, which I drove all last week. Mm-hmm. So now tomorrow morning, if my car doesn't start, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do to get to work. <laughs> it's trapped there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trapped. So you have to put it in neutral and get me to help you push it out. I reckon that's what I'm going to have to do. I don't know. <laughs> I hadn't thought it through. I just figured maybe Deidre would take me to work too, or I could go and drop her off and be, I don't want to be late to work. I don't ever try to be late to work, but if one of us is going to be late to work, she gets docked pay if she's late to work. Mm. And, and hopefully Shane, I won't get docked. Any <laughs> you pay. come in and you just high five Shane and everything's cool. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but I think he would be a little more understanding. I, I would you. say that that much because the uh, parent board of directors of DCH do not care about anything that happens in your life. They expect you to be at work, which right. is fine. That's great. If they're paying you, I understand mm-hmm. that. So anyways, so hopefully I can get my car out, but I mean, we had a Saturday miracle, and it just started running. I drove it around the block one time. Almost. That's enough. Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> seems like it's running just fine. Everything sounds good. I don't know why it wouldn't start. I, at first, I thought it was my battery. Yeah. Because uh, I tried to jump it off, and it wouldn't work. I was going to say, did it try, and then just wouldn't do it? Yeah. Okay. It, it was just like, you know, I don't want to make the noises, because nobody <laughs> wants to hear me make car noises. But it wouldn't turn over. But it was trying. Uh-huh. And so... That's it was cold, and I was like, Well, maybe my it's just cold, too cold. My battery's drained down or something. Mm-hmm. But then when it started up yesterday, uh, all of my radio stations are saved. You know, usually if your battery runs yeah. out, all that stuff will get r- erased. You know, everything was just like it was supposed to be. And so I don't know. We need to go from letting <laughs> Queen out of the bedroom to just right here. <laughs> yes. No explanation or anything <laughs> yeah. of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, odd news. What are you going to talk about this week? Um, I have a chicken story. I have a chicken story. Okay, nice. I have a Florida man story, and I have an Oregon man story. Okay. Yeah. In addition to my chicken story, I have a doctor who attended a Zoom meeting. Okay. Well, actually, it was a court appearance. Okay. But I wanted to start with this. Former SolarWinds CEO blames an intern for the leak of their password. Okay. Current and former top executives at SolarWinds are blaming a company intern for a critical lapse in password security that apparently went undiagnosed for years. Now, SolarWinds... That's a green green energy company. (laughs) No, it's actually like a... uh, It's a cybersecurity firm. Okay. All right. Protects people's stuff. You want... The password in question was Solar Winds One Two Three. That sounds like my some of my passwords at work. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was discovered in 2019 in the public internet by a by an independent security researcher who warned that the company that the leak had exposed Solar Winds file server. Several U.S. lawmakers ripped into Solar Winds for the password issue Friday in a joint hearing by the House Oversight and Homeland Security Committees. 
I've got a stronger password than SolarWinds123 to stop my kids from watching too much YouTube on their iPads at Representative Katie Porter. Okay, that's parent shaming right there. All right? <laughs> Some of us just need a break, okay? Yeah. Well, how would you stop your kids from watching hours of on YouTube <laughs> so you and mom can share a glass of wine? You and your company were supposed to be preventing the Russians from reading Defense Department emails. Oh, it's always the Russians. It's always the Russians. Yeah. I mean, what what's old is new again. Sure. Right. <laughs> you know? In the 80s, Russia was huge. Man. We were making Red Dawn and stuff. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm glad they're back. The uh, Microsoft president, Brad Smith, who was also testifying at Friday's hearing, later said that there was no evidence that the Pentagon was actually affected by Russian spying, by the Russian spying campaign. Microsoft is among the companies that has led the forensic investigation into the hacking campaign. There is no indication to my knowledge that the DOD was attacked, Smith told Porter. Okay. SolarWinds representatives told lawmakers Friday that as soon as the password issue was reported, it was corrected within days, probably to SolarWinds 321. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it is still unclear what role, if any, the leaked password may have played in enabling suspected Russian hackers to spy on multiple federal agencies and businesses in one of the most serious security breaches in U.S. history. Okay, well, they already said Russians didn't get didn't look like in there in the server. It says right? they didn't know, but okay. now again, I don't know a lot about. Oh, I have no clue about <laughs> hacking this. or anything. Yeah. No, I don't either. <laughs> but if I was like a hacker. Maybe there would be a way for you to go in and look at stuff if you know the password. If right. the solar winds one, two, three, and you can just go in there and look around, is there not a way to conceal that you've been in there? I have no idea. I don't know. I would think if you were downloading something, because <laughs> like, wouldn't you want to transfer if they have the plans for the new, you know, Mars base space force is going to build <laughs> or something? Wouldn't you want to download that? Absolutely. I would think that would create some sort of paper trail. I don't know. Though. Maybe. I have no yeah, clue. I don't know. There's, you know, cookies and all that stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, clear your. Maybe they, maybe the hackers are in incognito mode. You know, it says here, uh, FireEye CEO Kevin Mandria said it may be impossible to fully determine how much damage was done by the suspected rushing hack. Quote: The bottom line, we may never know the full range and extent of the damage, and we may never know the full range and extent as to how the stolen information is benefiting an adversary, Mandia testified. Hmm. So, we don't know, but okay. it's pretty hilarious that the password was SolarWinds123, and now the CEO is blaming an intern saying, hey, it's their fault. Right. Well, and like I said before we got on the air, is uh, it really doesn't matter how strong your password is if your password gets leaked out. Mm -hmm. You know, like it could be the most complex password in the world, but if people have know what it is, yeah. then it's it's just as good as SolarWinds123. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I respect him for throwing an intern under the bus. That's what, that's what a good boss would do, right? They need to use one of those passwords that's like on the bottom of your AT&T router. Yes. <laughs> those things are impossible. They are. They're the worst. I've only recently learned how to change the one on ours. I, I still don't know how. Yeah. It's, I'm still using using RTW956B <laughs> equals V923. Dollar sign. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and ours is like that. And one day, well, when we had our previous foster kid, he just memorized it. Because <laughs> we would take his phone and sign him in because he was like, he would abuse the internet and he was like contacting people he shouldn't be contacting and all that. Like, like the Russians? No. 
like relatives that his well like, he showed up with a phone you know <laughs> yes. like when his when he got pulled from his whatever relatives was with his house i just gave him their phone mm-hmm. and was like here holler at me well he's not supposed to contact them well now we find out he's contacting them so mm-hmm. i'm like well look we're just logging you out of the internet if you want to watch you know minecraft videos and bring it to me and i'll sign you in well we had the password and he would watch me type it in. The sun gun memorized it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, how are you making uh, D's in math? You know, like, <laughs> this makes no sense. You are a genius. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, I got to change the password. I got to figure out how to change the password. So I went on Google and like, how do I change my AT and T Wi Fi password? And I followed the step-by-step tutorial that was on YouTube. <laughs> yes. And I changed it to something. And then I would change it every week and like tell all the other kids so they could keep their devices logged in. <laughs> because this this dude's too slick. Yeah. And he was like, wow, <laughs> this is unfair or whatever. It's like, oh, man, you're calling your grandma. And they told us not to let you call your grandma. You know, like, <laughs> yes. I don't know if you remember, she was smoking crack in the room with you. You know? <laughs> Doesn't seem like a person you need to be talking to. I think that's why the people in charge told us not to let you talk to her. And he's like, but John, you grow smoking crack in the room with me too. <laughs> I do not smoke crack. Free base a little cocaine. Okay. That's for the poor. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there is a YouTube video where you can change it to something that's easier if you want to. What about if I want to change the name of my network? Oh, I have no idea about that. <laughs> no idea. You have to get on the phone with Wilts for that kind of information. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. We need to get Wilts to teach us. He's probably listening to this, like, pounding on his dashboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, listen to these idiots. <laughs> but Logan, well, yeah, yeah, Logan, him memorizing that password is still one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Because it was like capital A, lowercase a, uh, capital A, you know, X, Y, Z, two, three, seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like 40 characters long. <laughs> yes. One of those passwords that when you finally do get it in and you hit like enter, yeah. it tells you you typed it in wrong. Oh, I know. <laughs> you yeah. made something, you made yeah. some mistake, so you got to go do it all again. When you do finally get it right, you never want to change yeah, it. You're right. Well, look, I, I, this is what it is. I don't have to sign in anymore. <laughs> you're like, you know? me logged in. Forever. And the only thing that's bad is like if you have a guest come over, and I, I think you probably used uh, one the yeah. password when we recorded in my closet. For yes, the time. I remember that. And it's just like this complex thing. But for you, once you get it typed in and your phone, you know, recognizes your TV or whatever, mm-hmm. you're like, well, heck, that was hard, but I don't ever have to do it again, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, well, anyways, let's move on to a story submitted by the one and only Shane Spiller. Okay proprietor of Spiller Furniture and Mattress, 14 locations in West Alabama and Eastern Mississippi, Golden Triangle area. John likes to joke that he's rich, but this guy is what down here in the South we call show enough rich. <laughs> nah, he's just a normal man, just like he puts his pants on just like me and you every day. He, don't he have does servants. so in a much bigger house than <laughs> he you don't and me. have servants to put his pants on for him. <laughs> Shane's a great guy, great human, uh, you know, gives back to the community. I mean, he's all the time helping and he's on boards for like baseball country. Great guy. Really great guy. If I was Shane, I would have a fire pole behind a bookcase that I would slide down and it would automatically change me into my <laughs> outfit for the day. Well, 
like I say, great guy. One thing not super good at, looking at the date on articles he sends me. <laughs> this one is from 2016, so we're going to you know, get in the time machine and pretend we're doing this podcast in 2016, but it is a really this good story. This is a story. new segment we call Earth Oddity Classics, right. where we go visit classic Earth yeah. Oddity stories. Well, bottom line, if you sign my paycheck, I will do any story <laughs> that you send me that I can find to get on, on the air. So that's the bottom line. I don't care when it's It can be from the year 1900. I'll talk about it. <laughs> So that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, so this is Florida man arrested for throwing an alligator through a drive through window. <laughs> okay. Uh, a Florida man was arrested Monday and charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill after allegedly throwing an alligator through a fast food chain's drive through window in October. I feel like if you assault with a deadly weapon, you should always have intent to kill. Yeah. Only in yeah, there, I would right? agree. Yeah, right. Like, what was your intent? <laughs> yes. Uh, and how do you determine was, intent, by the way? I was throwing that alligator to wound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Joshua James threw a three and a half foot alligator through a Palm Beach County Wendy's drive through window nearly four months ago, according to Florida Fish and Wildlife and Conservation officials. He was also charged with illegally possessing an alligator <laughs> and petty theft. Wait, theft? Yeah. A report uh, says that James drove his pickup truck to the window at about 1.20 a.m. October 11th. Uh, oh, this report was written by wildlife officer Nicholas Guren. Mm-hmm. Uh, when an employee handed James his drink, he tossed an alligator through the window and sped off. <laughs> oh, so he stole the drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. No one was hurt, and uh, the wildlife officer captured the alligator, released it back in the wild. He was finally tracked down. James was finally tracked down through video surveillance and a purchase at a neighboring convenience store. Um, Guren wrote, James admitted to throwing an alligator in a December interview, and he told James told him he had found the alligator on the side of the road and put it in his truck. Uh, <laughs> Here's an alligator. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going right. to throw it into the drive yeah. What am I going to do with this alligator? I think I'm going to throw it in the Wendy's drive right after they hand me my Frosty. You know? Okay, imagine, I'm assuming you get behind this alligator and jump on his back. Yeah. You hold his mouth shut. Yeah. You put him in your truck. I'm assuming you buckle a safety belt because that's the only way to keep him from biting you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I haven't even thought about that. <laughs> and, then, and then you just go yeah. to the drive-thru. I guess so. And when they say, uh, that'll be five ninety-five, uh, drive around to the window, he's like, here you go. Keep the change. I'm no stranger to a one twenty a.m. fast food drive through <laughs> yeah. line, you know, and there's some shenanigans that go on <laughs> and I've participated in before, but never an alligator. <laughs> right. But yeah. I don't know why, what would compel you just to chunk it through the window. Uh, you know, I would imagine you've probably had a few drinks, <laughs> don't you think? Right. <laughs> yes. First of all, to try to capture an alligator, which three and a half foot is not a huge alligator. No. I've held a three and a half foot mm-hmm. alligator before, probably wild in the wild <laughs> right but uh but yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know why you would do this i don't know how you cannot charge you with assault with a deadly <laughs> weapon or whatever it was with, it, with, with well, intent, intent not to kill yeah right yeah i don't i don't know how you determine that right outside of you saying no, I, I, I guess he told I, him yeah I, I wouldn't mean to hurt nobody <laughs> or whatever but what if I like uh, shoot you, Tiny? And they're like, I was like, oh, I didn't mean to hurt him. I was aiming by his head. <laughs> shoot to wound. Yeah, right. I was just trying to hit. I was going to nick him in the yes. shoulder. I don't know. But uh, 
Florida man from 2016, you know, keeping up the proud Florida tradition that we've come to know and love on this store show. I know they're not for- that story show, by the way. <laughs> this story show, which, which is, is Earth Oddity. Oddity. Yes. yes, right. There for a while, there was like a drive through social media thing. Remember where that people throw milkshakes? Yeah, and, right. And whatever. Yeah. Uh, but th- this was, which I do remember like, when this happened, but I guess this uh this guy he won right like <laughs> yeah, who's topped him? How do you how do you top this? I don't know. Well, you know they burnt that Wendy's down in Atlanta. You remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's probably the one that that's won. Probably it. The one. Yeah, that's probably the one that won. It. You know, a whole different set of circumstances <laughs> around that. But when you burn a Wendy's down, that's that tops throwing an alligator through the drive-through window. <laughs> They had to probably Maybe, started it with a Molotov cocktail. I was gonna say that, they yes. threw a Molotov cocktail through the drive-through window, and yes. that's what burned. That's down. what they, burned. Okay, down. Yeah, yeah, they win. They win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on, John. You said you did a lot of Zoom. This I did. Past week. I did. Hours. You said you did twenty-four hours. Brutal. Zoom. Brutal. <laughs> yes. Now our trainer was not Miss Personality either. Hey. <laughs> no. No. I could have made that train in a whole lot better, more entertaining. <laughs> but uh yeah. Could you have made it worse? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh anyway, this story's from the AP. A doctor appears in court video call while performing a surgery. Okay. <laughs> he was multitasking. Sure. Uh, the Medical Board of California said it would investigate a plastic surgeon who appeared in a video conference for his traffic violation trial while operating. <laughs> traffic violation <laughs> trial. I, I guess. Why he, do you not just pay the ticket if you're a doctor? <laughs> well, because he's a doctor. <laughs> Doctors so. aren't supposed to get tickets. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> the Sacramento Bee reports Dr. Scott Green appeared Thursday for his Sacramento Superior Court trial held virtually because of the coronavirus pandemic from an operating room. He was dressed in surgical scrubs with a patient undergoing the procedure just out of view. The beeps of medical machinery can be heard in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Mr. Green. Hi, are you available for trial? Asked a courtroom clerk as an officer summoned to appear in trial raised her eyebrows. It kind of looks like you're in an operating room right, right now. I am, sir, Green replied. Yes, I am in an operating room right now. Yes, I am available for the trial. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the clerk reminded Green of the proceedings. The, well, the clerk reminded Green the proceedings were being live streamed because traffic trials are required by law to be open to the public. I did not know that. I don't, I don't know if that's just a California thing. Yeah, Is that I everywhere? I, I know like uh, there's some, you can watch some traffic courts on Facebook. Like I'll see a few <laughs> yeah. of the videos come around. There's like this old judge who does something nice for somebody. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like supposed to be heartwarming. But like if our buddy got a, tr- a ticket. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like in Tuscaloosa, if they're <laughs> live stream. That would be amazing <laughs> though. Yes. You know, we should try to push for that to happen here. Because <laughs> I would love to, uh, like, so I, I don't know, say somebody got a ticket for speeding. Yeah. And then we go in there and start chanting not guilty, <laughs> like protesting. <laughs> they could probably still arrest us for like contempt of court or something. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, when Link appeared and saw that the doctor on the screen, the judge hesitated. The judge hesitated to proceed with the trial out of concern for the welfare of the patient. Quote, I have another surgeon right here who's doing the surgery with me, so I can stand here and allow them to do the surgery also, Green said. So he's got a backup <laughs> okay. surgeon. Yeah, he's just, he's assistant. <laughs> yes. 
The judge said he didn't think it was appropriate to conduct a trial under the circumstances. He told Green he'd rather set a new date for the trial when you're not actively involved or participating in attending to the needs of a patient. He apologized. Sometimes surgery doesn't always go, as he said before the judge interrupted him. It happens. We want to keep people healthy. We want to keep them alive. That's important. The board said that it would look into the incident, saying it expects physicians to follow the standard of care when treating their patients. A call seeking comment from Green has not been returned. So, Probably a smart move on his part not to return that call. <laughs> I mean, if I was Green, I would say, or, or you could just throw it out, right. and we wouldn't have to do this anymore. Well, maybe his plan was like, uh, if the trial wasn't going his way, he'd be like, oh, he's flatlining, I gotta go. <laughs> you know? yeah. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I could I could participate in a court case doing my job, probably. You know, <laughs> of course you're not a surgeon, but I'm not a surgeon, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's mighty bold of him to <laughs> to just roll up in there and not go. Hey, uh, this is probably going to take thirty minutes or whatever. Let's just hold off on this surgery while I finish this up for the stupid traffic ticket they're trying to give me. Well, it said, it said in the article that he was a cosmetic surgeon, so I don't know how serious. I mean, I guess in, there's a sense where all surgery is serious. Yeah, that's what they say. But maybe if it was just something like Botox or something, I don't sure. know, maybe it just wasn't that big a deal. I've I've not had any cosmetic surgery. You'd be surprised to find <laughs> out, Tiny. This is all natural you're looking at. So I don't really know what goes into a facelift or a mm-hmm. tummy tuck or something like that. But I should get some butt implants because I have no butt at all. <laughs> Well, That's because they just done chewed your butt off. <laughs> oh, it's been chewed off <laughs> since birth, you know? Yeah. I said that in a meeting one time. You know, I was like, look, my dad has chewed my butt off. I don't have any butt left to chew. <laughs> so you can you can go ahead and do it, and it's not going to hurt my feelings, you know? I'm used <laughs> yeah. to it. A lot of people can't take a good butt chewing, but I can because I've had <laughs> many of them. I'm an expert in it. I know how to receive one filter out the information I need to get from it and go on about my life without getting my feelings hurt, you know? Yeah. That's a big that's a big thing people lack in the world today, you know? And my kids are used to it, too. <laughs> I'm not quite as bad as my dad. I do more ridiculing than just uh, calling you a flat-out idiot. So just I will be teaching parenting classes at some point <laughs> in time, too. Well, let's move on to Oregon man. Okay. Shout out to Johnny Irons. Uh, glad he got in the news this week. An Oregon man, this is from TMZ, by the way, okay. most trusted news source. Oregon DUI arrest. A man clocks a .77 blood alcohol content. Highest ever. World record, baby. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, the legal limit here in Alabama is .08. That's right, yes. And this guy had a... .77. Wow. <laughs> yes. So, Almost 10 times greater, right? That if I'm doing my math correctly. consciously operating a vehicle. Yeah, he was... It's impressive. He was operating a vehicle. I don't know if he was conscious because <laughs> I didn't read all the article. Right. Uh, a man in Oregon might now hold a dubious distinction. The highest recorded blood alcohol content because cops say he was 0.77 during a DUI arrest. The incident went down earlier this month, a couple of hours outside of Portland, where cops say they were called about a hit and run. They tracked down a white Ford Explorer and pulling, and after pulling it over, observed the driver to be highly intoxicated. The, the all caps emphasis, which the article said has it has highly in all caps, uh, was made by the Warm Springs PD in their report. <laughs> so they went all caps. Right. On it. <laughs> Cops say Nathan Danzuka, 
fled in the Explorer, and a short pursuit began until he crashed into a concrete barrier about a half a mile from the initial stop. Shocking. Yeah, imagine that. He's already had a hit and run. <laughs> yeah. When the dust, but I, I mean, when you're that drunk at that point, well, you got to lose, you know, just go ahead. Besides your license. <laughs> yeah, and your life and the life of an innocent person that you may run over right. to. But good point. <laughs> uh, when the dust settled, cops say Dan Zuka's blood alcohol content was 0.77%, which is more than nine times the legal limit. Um, it goes without saying his driver's license was suspended and he was taken to the hospital for medical evaluation and placed into custody. Uh, cops say criminal charges are pending for the 28-year-old motorist. Now, a .77 is a reportedly is reportedly the highest ever recorded uh, blood alcohol content, surpassing the previous record of .72 set in 2007 by a woman from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> they like to drink up in Oregon. <laughs> apparently. Oh, it was more like a weed place, but uh, <laughs> apparently they like to tie one on up there. <laughs> Um, so congratulations to this man. If I, after it's all over with, I would ask to be in the Guinness book of world record. Right. <laughs> right. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's like your one, the one thing that you can get out of this. Sure. That maybe, you know, well, at least I'm in the Guinness book of world records. <laughs> Look me up. I'm in the book of world records until like some Russian, you know, comes along. It's like, that's a Thursday night for me. You know, <laughs> yeah. hey, that's nothing. I can do this, uh, with my eyes closed. Oh, man. Well, moving on. John, I know you know about uh, cockfights. I do. I do. Well, not proud of it, but I do. <laughs> Here's a rooster. And shout out to Stan for posting this in the group. A rooster fitted with a knife for cockfighting kills its owner by slashing his groin as it tries to escape. His groin? Yes. Okay. It, just right. Hit that. Yeah. that well, that it's artery. for more artery. Yeah. yeah. You live by the cock, you die by the cock. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's an old saying. We've all heard it before. The fighting cock had a blade strapped to its leg, ready to take on an opponent when it tried to flee the vicious blood sport. Its owner was cut and rushed to the hospital in rural, uh, I'm going to do my best here, Telegana State. But Sure. <laughs> but he died of blood loss before he arrived. The killer rooster was briefly held at the local PD earlier this week before it was sent to a poultry farm. Sure. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? You're not going to make it a pet, right? This thing's <laughs> no, a trained killer. It's, you know? it's done got the taste of That's human right. blood. Yes, you got to take it you out. You have to put it down. Uh, the man's death has sparked a manhunt for the organizers of the illegal competition at which another 15 people were participating in the village of Lothanur. We are searching for the other 15 people involved in organizing the illegal fight, local police officer B. Javen told AFP. They could face charges of manslaughter, illegal betting, and hosting a cockfight. So they're going to go after the organizers of the sure. event and put the gonna, gonna, death on him. Yeah. On cut them, the head off say. the chicken, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cockfights are banned, but still common in rural areas of Telangana, Andhra Pradesh, you know, all those places. <laughs> you, I don't know. You can go ahead and read them. <laughs> Karnataka and Adisha. Sure. Uh, particularly around the Hindu festival of Sang... <laughs> Sangranti. I don't practice Sangria. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Yeah. Specifically, bread roosters have three-inch knives or blades tethered to their legs in... What's that? Hunters. Hunters bet on. Is that what they call the people who will yeah. who fight them? Yeah. Okay. 
I think so. Punters bet on who will win the gruesome fight. Thousands of roosters die each year in the battles, which, despite the efforts of animal rights groups, attract large crowds. Cockfighting was banned in England and Wales in 1835, and 60 years later, it was also banned in Scotland, where it drew large crowds on Glasgow's Queen Street throughout the 17th century. I'm kind of surprised it was banned that long ago in England and Wales, 1835. I yeah. figured that would be, you know, a 19... A more recent thing. 50s type <laughs> yeah. ban, which probably was what it was around here. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'll tell you who doesn't feel sorry for this guy right here who died. PETA. No. <laughs> they yeah. absolutely do not feel sorry. They're probably going to try to put him on a billboard somewhere. <laughs> no, this is what happens. Well, now, I will say this is why, like, okay, we've talked about this before. Like, these roosters are going to fight if they have an opportunity. Sure, They don't right. need people to put them in a ring. Yeah, and, and strap razor blades but, to but, them. Uh, but, um, but now, strapping knives to their feet, <laughs> that does take it to another level. It makes it a lot more exciting. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> so A lot more exciting. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, this is why you don't tie knives to your fighting rooster's feet. Because it could get you. Well, you better you better make sure you got a good hold of that leg when you <laughs> yes. when you strap it on there in case he starts kicking around. <laughs> I'd just say that. Surely they got like a sheath you put on it. I mean, I they don't do. Know. I do. They, I know <laughs> they do that you put on it and then you take them off mm-hmm. right for time so he doesn't hurt himself or anybody else. I guess. Well, I wouldn't do it, but then again, I'm the kind of guy who wouldn't give my three year old a Glock either. Sure. So. <laughs> Well, Tiny, let's say I called you up tomorrow and said, hey, I don't know where a cockfight is. You want to go with me? Would you? I'm just curious. Would you? <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. Well, you have to go to that if somebody asks you. That's exactly the situation I was in. Like, but at the you same, can't turn down that opportunity. But I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be down there tying the knives no, on the No, no. Yeah. Just a spectator. Yes. Maybe drop a couple dollars. <laughs> On little Jerry Seinfeld or whatever yes. the rooster is and uh, and see if you win a little bit, right? <laughs> rooster Cockburn. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe we should get into it. Maybe we could show, <laughs> we start a Bell Mead like cockfighting yeah, I'm ring. I'm sure that would go. We just get out here in the, the, HOA. the traffic circle right here in the middle. Of <laughs> yes. We got everybody yes. dropping dollars on the ground. And then we have a big chicken fry after it's over with. I know a buddy who went to uh, he went to the Philippines and you know, he he was he watched one and he said over there and I, I don't know if this is everywhere or just in the Philippines, but if your chicken wins, like yeah. you get you get the other chicken. Okay, like at, at the end of the that's fight. like an extra added bonus. Yeah, heck yeah, I could get in with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My dad went to one in Puerto Rico one time, so mm-hmm. yeah, but we're very closely tied to the <laughs> cockfighting industry. Here on the Earth Oddity Podcast. <laughs> Come after us, Peter. <laughs> Come after us. I don't want, I'm not for animals senselessly dying, though. So, right. Everybody knows I'm anti death. We've been over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about another chicken. Okay. Um, this is from Swansea, Illinois. Um, the Swansea police are looking for a chicken's owner, and the missing chicken is belligerent non-cooperative, and foul-smelling. Okay. A missing bird is going viral on the Swansea Police Department's Facebook page, and the comments are hilarious. Posted, uh, Police posted this statement about a bird someone found in town. Missing chicken found at 1501 North Illinois, loud, belligerent, non-cooperative, foul-smelling, won't leave. If you have lost your chicken, call us. Serious police work here, folks. Huh. <laughs> so they just found a chicken and 
Well, they think they found a chicken. Oh, no. What did I do? I just like clicked off of the page. Oops. Come on. Oh, this has been a great podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So they just found what they think was a chicken. So, so if you know the owner, uh, then please call the Swansea police. But commenters on the Facebook post are having some fun, too. Many of them are pointing out that the bird is actually a guinea. Oh. Yeah, so. you know what guinea birds are? <laughs> yes. Them things are loud. They make a horrible sound. Yes. So people said, that's a fancy chicken, one writer <laughs> wrote. And somebody else says, it tastes just like chicken. <laughs> and so I said, that's a guinea. Uh, we will take it if the owner isn't found, said another person. So uh, there is, a, if you're missing your chicken up there in, in Swansea, Illinois, you need to go find it. But it's actually a guinea. And guineas are something else. This is what happens when they find an animal up yeah. north in Illinois. That's right. I don't <laughs> they, know. They can't identify it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But I, I just wonder about it being foul smelling, you know? Yeah. Is, you think it's just crapped on itself or something? Well, I mean, uh, most animals, you know, unless <laughs> unless they're, they're in the best of show, yeah. you know, just going off stage. Yeah, it don't smell you, too like, good. If you smell them. Like, yeah, get right up on them. They probably smell like an animal. Yeah, so, our dog stinks. Yeah, yeah, our dog always stinks. You mm-hmm. can give it a bath; it'll still stink. Mm-hmm. Just a stinky dog. <laughs> our dog too. I don't get it at all. But serious police work, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what would make that guinea taste better? <laughs> what? Uh, World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, Potatoes, alligator, guinea, and anything else you can think of putting it on. All of it. All of it. Uh, really good on eggs, too. I need to add that in there. I love it on my eggs, mm-hmm. by the way. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, uh, if you put it on anything, it'll change your life. It'll change the way you look at the world. It'll it'll open up your eyes. It'll open up your third eye. It's just like taking, <laughs> it's just like taking LSD made in the bayou. Uh, on this website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. Also on there, you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 and get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Yeah, that's right. All right. Will, would you like to answer some questions? Yeah, I mean, we can answer questions, we can do whatever. I'm, I'm open to it all. My schedule's free, at least until I have to go home and finish doing my laundry so I got clothes to wear to work next week. We didn't even talk about me preaching at church this morning. Oh, why did we not talk about that? (laughs) This morning, we go to church. Which I didn't think y'all were there, you know? I was like, Tiny's giving church again. This is bold. Two weeks in a row. No, we snuck in the back because... 
we arrived in the parking lot at I want to say five minutes till. Oh, okay. And and Tara's like, all right, let me get the hairbrush. I gotta brush your boy's hair one more time. And I'm like, oh, we gotta go. Yeah, right. And then uh when we finally get the boys dropped off at children's church and everything, we're we're walking down the hall. And Tara's like, Are they starting already? And I'm like, yeah, we're late. This is why I was trying to hurry y'all up. Moms really care a lot more about how their kids' hair look than dads do. You know, I let my kids' hair look anyway. I'm like, if you want to look stupid, look stupid. I don't care. You know, maybe you'll set a new trend. That's right. Yeah. But anyway, we get in there. They do all their singing. A lot of singing this morning. And the pastor steps up and he's doing a bit of intro. Yeah. And he gets to his scripture. And out of nowhere, he <laughs> looks down and says, and I'm going to ask Brother John Long to come up here and read these verses for us. And my first thought was, oh, no, <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> Something has gotten back to the preacher. And this is our sermon. Yeah, like, like, right. This is for this us. It's going to be the earth oddity <laughs> sermon. Yeah. But no, turns out he didn't have his readers. He didn't <laughs> so. have his reading glasses, so I had to read for him. But I didn't know. And like I, we talked about it before I got on the air, I didn't know... Uh, Number one, if he had asked me earlier in the week to do it, and I agreed and didn't even remember, like immediately erases out of my mind. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know that he was gone off the stage because I wanted to make a joke like, hey, guys, if I knew him, I was going to have to get up here and read, I wouldn't have wore blue jeans to church this morning. You know, I'd have put on a tie or something. I'd have looked good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be on the live stream and everything. That's true. Yeah. Hundreds of people. Hundreds. And when hundreds. I say hundreds, I mean 100. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. More, probably 20. Okay. Yeah. Saw me. Uh but yeah, so I, I was like uh, very surprised. And then I couldn't remember. I, I knew I needed to start, you know, like verse 13, but I didn't remember where he told me to end. Mm-hmm. So I got confused there and I was waiting because uh, they have there a big, was a huge silence yeah, between right. really uh, 12 and 13. Yeah, real big silence. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I needed to keep going or not. And then I had to drop a prayer on him, a spur of the moment <laughs> prayer, too. I wish I felt like I nailed, by the way, a great prayer. Go find our live stream this week. I wasn't mic'd up, so you probably can't hear yeah. it, but you can at least see me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was kind of fun. Well, anyway, questions. Yeah, let's go back to questions. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. All right, Raytheon asked, do you rest on your laurels or on your yannies? Uh, I don't know what a Yanny is. I've always heard resting on your laurels, but I don't rest on anything. I'm constantly on the go because that's what hustlers do, baby. Have you ever heard someone tell you to get off your laurels, but you heard them say Yannies? No, I've never heard the term Yannies before you just spoke it ever in my life. Okay. Do you know what it is? This is a reference to the uh, social media. Do you hear Laurel or Yanny? Oh, okay. All right. That (laughs) went over my head. That went over my head. We Back in the day, we started it. Like when that was was viral, we started a show with that. Yes. I do remember that now. (laughs) That's something, like I said, I can erase stuff out of my brain so easily. (laughs) So Yes. Well, Goose asks, what is the best way to deal with braces as an adult? Um, You just got to own it, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, like, if you get them, you get them, and just be proud of who you are, you know? Be uh, self-effacing, too. That's always good. Uh, People like it when you can make fun of yourself, too. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, I mean, it's no big deal. You're getting braces and people, everybody's getting braces. So you're fine. I've never had braces. I've never had braces either. So yeah. easy for us to say. No, Deidre recently has gotten or got off of those Invisaligns, you know? Yeah. That's another thing I was going to say. I thought braces t- nowadays were invisible anyway. I think it depends on your teeth, really. Okay. Like, Deidre had braces growing up. Mm-hmm. She probably got them off in 11th grade. About the time we started kissing on the mouth pretty heavily. <laughs> And uh, and then she felt like her teeth had shifted some, so she went and they got her on those Invisalign things, which I think is kind of like a um, way to get some yeah, like money. A, like a money maker. Because <laughs> every time they were like, "Oh, you don't really have to wear these for six months," and then she go back and they'd be like, "Oh, well, we need to fit you for the next six months." It doesn't seem like it's all good, you know. And I was like, "Girl, I don't care if your teeth are crooked; it don't bother me at all," you know. I don't know if there's any uh, dentist in the audience or not. I don't either. And if there are, I'm sure what they would say back to this. But I've always had this sneaking suspicion that dentists are like everybody else, and they just like to make money. Yeah. Because you never go to the dentist, and, and the dentist tells you everything's good. Yeah. How you looking you can good? Go. <laughs> no, I know. There's always something that they got to do. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> and they're always like, "You need to floss more," and I was like, "I will never." <laughs> <laughs> I will never. I'm sorry. Y'all been telling me this for 30 years now. I will never floss more. I mean, take your car to a mechanic yeah. and ask him for a checkup. And he's going to find is, something. Is he ever going to come back and say, no, everything looks good? Yeah, looks good. You no just charge. take it on home? Yeah. Then it's the same way. Yeah, I That's agree. That's just my opinion. Now, no, I, no, yeah. Same same for doctors, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I don't like to go to the doctor either. So <laughs> I will fall over dead one day with something. My teeth will all fall out. My teeth are already falling out, so I'm fine. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the way life is. All right. Wiltz asks, if reading is knowledge and knowledge is power and power corrupts and corruption is a crime and crime doesn't pay, will reading make me go broke? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> Your I logic is flawless. <laughs> uh, well, no, it is flawed because only absolute power corrupts, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. So, and knowledge is you not can, absolute power. You can get a little bit of corruption. Yeah. Yeah, and see, a little bit of corruption can pay nicely. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just ask our politicians. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, you're right. If, if you get enough corruption, you can be president. You yes. know? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, though. <laughs> Brussels Says Go Ask, what is the best non-jam band band? Oh, okay. Well, my favorite non-jam band band of all time is The Police. Okay. I love The Police. A great band. Um, Sting is an idiot, and so is Stuart Copeland, and I can't get along. Otherwise, we would have had, you know, 30 years of really great albums coming out of them. But they're a great band. So I would say the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I back the blue when it comes to the police. Okay. Musically. <laughs> yes. Musically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. That doesn't mean I don't like cops. Though. That's a joke, guys. <laughs> but the best cops are the ones... On stage, singing yeah, right. Every breath you take, Roxanne. Every, every yeah. move you make, bed's too big without you. All of those, yes, <laughs> yeah. I love them all. Synchronicity, yeah, I love it all. Uh, Raytheon asks, at Tiny, will there be any more shout outs to Cajun Girl? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Cajun Girl. <laughs> Check them out on CajunGirl.com. <laughs> yes, <laughs> join. Join our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on our OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. That'll be our OnlyFans name, Cajun Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then Raytheon asks, when people drink wine, they usually don't fill the glasses. Why don't they drink wine? 
in shot glasses instead. Well, the capacity of what you drink in mm-hmm. alcohol, like a shot of liquor, is equal to a glass of wine, you know, relatively, mm-hmm. right? I could be wrong in that. I don't know. I know around here, uh, people usually drink their wine in a plastic cup. Yeah, or wine yeah. that comes out of a box. Yeah, usually in their fridge. I say, yeah, in a red solo <laughs> cup or straight out of the bottle with a brown bag wrapped around it. <laughs> yeah. That's the normal way we drink wine yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a wine guy. I've never been a wine guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I will on occasion have a glass here or there when I'm trying to get my wife to sleep with me. But other than that, <laughs> I don't really drink a lot of wine. I don't like the taste or. Anything. My wife is a huge fan of the non-alcoholic sparkling grape juice. Okay. There we go. That's extremely Baptist. That's, yes. That is as Baptist as you can get. Let's That's relax. You know, there's going to be a special night around <laughs> the Sullivan household when we break out the non-alcoholic Welches. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, uh, you could get, like, uh, you should let her know that, like, Jesus didn't make it into grape juice at the wedding, right? It would have specifically said grape juice, okay. right? I'm so glad you bring that up yeah. because a former social, so uh, a former Sunday school teacher of mine uh-huh. literally said that in I've, Sunday school one morning. I've heard that you in church before too. Yes. <laughs> I've heard it from multiple people in multiple different Baptist churches. Yes. Yeah. But I, and they really ignore the fact that in the process of human history, we learn to ferment, you know, yeah. things way early on before we learn <laughs> to distill water. You right. know? So, uh, yeah. I love it when you hear them say they were drinking fruit of the vine. Yeah. That's different than wine. Like there's some kind of Greek scholar. <laughs> they know exactly <laughs> right. what they meant by that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. You need to get her on a, like a nice little white wine or something one time. <laughs> Not going to happen. Things could go really in your favor, <laughs> Tiny. Or maybe she's violent. She just starts beating on <laughs> yeah. you. You know, like punch you in the face. I don't know. She can't get much more violent, can she? <laughs> she when Tara gets on a sparkling grape juice bender, you better watch out. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you have any questions, you can join our Discord. Link you in the show notes. Yeah. Join the Discord for sure. Yeah, you should do that anyway. It's a fun time in there. It's kind of quiet this week. I'll say that much. Except in the politics channel. Yeah, politics channel. We <laughs> did bomb a country. <laughs> I, say, I usually try to avoid our politics channel. Yeah. But uh, this past week, I couldn't help myself. No. I just breezed in there. I was made fun of us because I predicted on the show correctly. We would be bombing <laughs> yes. people real quick and we're already back at it. I'm glad. Those things, our bombs were getting old, really. Yeah. We need to cycle through some. Sorry about that, Syria. <laughs> and then uh, Joe Biden, he uh, he opened back up the uh, the cages for the kids. Oh, yeah. I didn't <laughs> yeah, even didn't know that. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, Trump, you know, he closed down the facility. He only did it because of public pressure. Sure. And, like, the optics were so bad. And you remember Trump was literally locking cages. Oh, yeah. We were locking kids in cages left and right. People were going down there crying and well, stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. The WAPU, they, uh, they put out an article last week that uh, he recently reopened the facility for migrant uh, miners. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, conservatives should be happy. You know? <laughs> yes. He did say he was gonna he was gonna be a president for all of us, not just the people yeah, who, yeah. who who voted for him. Uh, he's true to his word. Yeah. There you go, Republicans. Rejoice. <laughs> We've been looking for things that we can agree upon. So <laughs> they're locking kids up is apparently one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's only that's only bad 
depending on the administration. Sure, apparently. right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we pretend it didn't happen before <laughs> Trump got in office, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's good. I wish I would have been in there for that. I'll have to scroll back and read. I'm sure there was some fun stuff. I just wanted to be like, oh, uh, yeah, we're back to bombing people. America's back, baby. <laughs> we have a voicemail. Okay. I wonder who it's from. <laughs> I'll give you one guess. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Jacqueline. Um, just real quick, from what I always understood, uh, a male Karen is a Kevin. That's what I've always heard. Makes sense. So not a Terry. A, a Kevin. A Kevin. Okay. I gotcha. mean, for like a alliterative person mm-hmm. purposes, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, just stomping on Kevin's grave. <laughs> yeah. Who does? Where's the line? That's yeah. that's a little harsh. Sorry about that, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, because I am not on social media for the next little while, I uh, gave it up for Lent. Thanks, Nicole, for suggesting it. Um, on social media, of, of all things. So I'm not on the Discord to ask John questions about stuff. So I do have a question, though. My husband wants to drag me camping this year, and we don't have a tent. So what would be a good tent for you to recommend? It has to be waterproof and easy to set up, and it has to sleep at least two adult individuals and a non-child-eating pit bull mix dog. Uh, any suggestions you can offer would be great. Um, I, I look forward to hearing your answer. Bye. <laughs> okay. All right. First of all, ask the Eagle Scout yeah. what kind of tent would you. He's going to say just a tarp. Take just a tarp, <laughs> nothing else. No. I believe in tents. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a tent believer. Uh, first of all, there's no such thing as a non child eating pit bull. Okay. Your pit just, bull just hasn't eaten a just child hadn't yet. Got hungry yet. Yeah, right. One day. Well, I hope there's no kids in the campground. Uh, I mean, there's you can get a you can get for what you're gonna do. You can get a good tent at Walmart. That's what you know, like a Coleman dome mm-hmm. tent or something. That's what I would I would get a dome tent. You want to make sure it has what's called a footprint. Tiny knows what I'm talking about, yeah. but it's like kind of like a tarp that goes underneath it. If it doesn't have one, you can just buy a tarp and trim it to where it's kind of it fits mm-hmm. the footprint of the tent. You don't have to spend a hundred dollars on it. No, unless you want to have one that's really good and lightweight or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and but yeah, you can get a good tent for what you're going to do for that. And like if you're going to go hiking and you're going to be carrying the tent a long distance, I would recommend there's a tent brand called Big Agnes, which is a great name by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they make really great tents, but they're pricey. I mean, they're they're super pricey. I don't know what it would be in Canadian dollars, but in American <laughs> dollars, they're you know three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Now for a man like Tiny and me, that's nothing. We'll spend that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Uh, but I would think you could go to your local Walmart Canada and uh, Walmart Tim Hortons or whatever, wherever you buy your stuff Myers. up there. Do yeah, you have Myers up there. I have no idea. Costco, I don't know, and find a good little you know two person tent, you know three season tent that'll work just fine. That mm-hmm. you don't have to drop a ton of money on. That you're you're probably going to use once or twice a year, maybe at the most. Yeah. If you're going to get a tent. Uh, well, the tent I take backpacking is like an off-brand tent. It's called a Terra Hiker. Bought okay. it off of Amazon. It's a really great two-band tent. Um, it has held up well on all my hikes. It only weighs, you know, two and a half pounds with stakes and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but it is, you can find cheap, cheaper stuff. I've never had it in a real good monsoon to know if it's going to hold mm-hmm. up. So I may get soaked one day in it. But to me, that was better than spending $300 on a tent when I could get that one for 100 
I have a Coleman Go yeah. tent. Uh, I actually got it as my 15 year anniversary present for okay. the plant. <laughs> I will say if you want to if you want to get a nicer tent for you, join REI, uh, which is you know REI.com, and uh, you can usually get some pretty good discounts. And you can find everything from Coleman tents on there to Eureka. I hiked with a Eureka Dome tent for forever, which is not a backpacking tent any, by any way. <laughs> But it worked just fine until it finally just dry rotted and fell apart. So uh, you can you you can get a good tent. You just want to make sure it's got a good footprint. Footprint's more important than people give it credit for. You know, uh, depending on the time of year, and John is going to poop all over this. Okay, but I'm a huge fan of hammock. I'm not hammock. a hammock camper. Uh, no. I tell you what. Now, once you buy all the stuff you need to make it work, again, depending on the time of year you go, you don't want to go hammock camping when it's cold. You can make it work with an under quilt and all this other sure, stuff. But yeah. once you spend the money on all that stuff, you could have just bought a, a bag and a tent. Right. It's the same money. Yeah. But again, this is just me. The comfort sleeping in a hammock to me is so much more comfortable than sleeping in a bag on the ground no you get you don't sleep on the ground you get a you get a sleeping air pad. mattress whatever it's not an air mattress well, a, sleeping sleep pad. a sleeping pad i mean it is an inflatable sleeping yeah. pad but yeah i mean it's it works fine for tiny the hammock is the way to go no that's especially if, if it's in the summertime it's warm and you get to eat up by mosquitoes all night long and stuff. That's what you have bug spray for. <laughs> I don't use bug spray. <laughs> I use my, much like cologne, I use my natural musk. <laughs> uh, That's why you keep getting eat up by mosquitoes. Well, I'm not going to carry an extra pound of bug spray on me <laughs> when I'm going to smell horrible in about 30 minutes of being on the trail. <laughs> you anyways. don't have to. You just eat part of somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, you know. It, just think about what you're, how many times yeah. you're going to use the tent. You know, every tent is going to probably be pretty much waterproof when you get it. You know, you just don't want to get a bunch of water gathering underneath it and then it soaks up through your floor because that's no fun. Since we're on the subject of camping, would you like to poop all over live straws while we're at this? No, I don't hate live straws. <laughs> yes, no, you do. I don't hate live I straws. I brought it up one time. You were like, no, nah, Tiny, you need to boil water in a can to you, drink it. That's no, how a real man drinks water. You can. <laughs> yes. To me, I would rather do that than carry an extra live straw is all yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, but there's plenty of good water filters that you mm-hmm. can, filtration systems that you can get. Like a live straw just seems incredibly difficult to use. You know, like you got to well, you got to lay down on your belly and suck up from a, a puddle or no, you scoop it up in your Nalgene and then you just drink it. Oh, so you just go contaminate your whole daggum Nalgene? Yes. Okay. That makes perfect sense. You have sense. a water Nalgene and you have more food Nalgene. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense, Tiny. Or you can just go boil it or bring iodine tablets with you. I always carry some of those just in case. I have a, well, I had a life straw. I actually had the bottle, like the one that's incorporated into the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had a, another one that I used with somebody else's uh, water purifier, like yeah. somebody else's filter. Sure. And then uh, I also had a, uh, which, what, what's the little thing that's got like the little UV light? What's that called? Yeah, those Terrapin. U- I yeah. 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 I don't trust those. Mm-hmm. I know that, I mean, people speak really highly of them, but I don't trust them. I, I want an actual pump filter. <laughs> Well, you're still drinking all those water pathogens. They've just been like uh, hit with radiation right, yeah. that makes them sterile. Yeah, they're just sterile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I would rather just get a pump filter and roll that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, that's the most safe to me. It just feels safer. You know, you're like, well, I'm actually putting some work in here and it's working. Or the iodine tablets or, you know, whatever. Those work really good and you know they're working because it changes. Because it tastes terrible. (laughs) It tastes terrible and you're, and you, poop like green you know so you're like oh well, yeah I, know it's working. I guess this has worked <laughs> but those are only like for if society collapses mm-hmm. or we get trapped way longer something happens to our filter or something and their lights then don't take up a lot of space so that's why i bring those one thing that we we can't end the podcast before we do is thank our patrons oh yeah they hide it on you every week no, it, okay, it, it's weird because, uh, see, they changed it. You used to could uh, click on pledge up here at the top, uh, and they took that down. So Changed it all. Yeah, they messed they messed it up. Anyway, those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, the Dapper Man, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mike Wilcox, aka McWill. McWill. Sorry, we it's uh, Patreon. They used to uh, you used to could filter by pledges, and but now you pledge or it filters by tiers. Okay. And for some reason, McWill is he's ten dollars a month, but they have him listed the Patreon level. What for some reason? Huh. Don't know why that is. Okay. But that's what that's what messed us up. Apologies to. McWill for yeah. for getting to shout him out. Yeah, I'll give him an extra shout out tonight. Yes. <laughs> McWill, McWill, McWill. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I heard if you I say ever, his name three times in the mirror. You know, like Tiny shows up behind you. Yeah. If I ever have a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. then I'm going to have a McWill on the menu. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would recommend to not go in the restaurant business. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. (laughs) Not a worse time. No. Yeah. Horrible time (laughs) to get into it right now. If you would like to get on that Patreon train, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earth oddity. We have several different tiers, but five bucks a month that gets you an extended show every single week. And it gets you an exclusive show once a month, which speaking of that's due. And we'll be recording that later this week, next week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, later this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to pump out some real quality content. <laughs> if you got any ideas, you better get them in early. Yes. Right? Okay. Absolutely. But until then, I believe that'll about do it for the free show. That's right. Would you like to, what's what's coming up in the extended show? <sighs> well, I have a story about. A lot of OnlyFans content. <laughs> we got some OnlyFans content. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tiny and I will be announcing our OnlyFans <laughs> debut. Uh, um, I hope you, if you should join just to hear <laughs> what the name of our OnlyFans channel is so you can find us and follow us. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we got a, a an OnlyFans story. I believe you have an OnlyFans story. I have an story. OnlyFans story as well. And then so. I have a personal OnlyFans story <laughs> that I'm going to share. So, All right. There we go. And we might even have an update on uh, some characters we've mentioned before <laughs> okay. on the Patreon show. Yeah. Yeah. We might. You got anything else for me in the free show? No, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Uh, I hope you have all the success that you deserve coming to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I hope I hope you even get better than you do. Sure, yeah. Join our <laughs> Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, those have kind of calmed down. You know, last week when mm-hmm. we talked, we had a lot of random people joining. 
And so far, no one's posted their online jewelry shop video, live stream, <laughs> yeah. you know, video or anything. It's all legit. I don't know if it's legit. I don't know. Did you did you approve the influencer guy? I didn't know there was an influencer. Oh, there guy. was some guy that I just had hanging out there. Oh, because I, I like went to his profile. Which, if you join the Facebook group, <laughs> I've looked at your profile at least left if I approved you. Yeah, uh, and his he listed his occupation as an influencer okay. and an entrepreneur. <laughs> and you know I'm anti-influencer, so I was like, you're just gonna sit there. But <laughs> I guess he's in the group now. And hey, man, if you're a fan, I'm not as anti-influencer as I once was. Yeah, a little less, a little less. Yeah, you didn't have enough friends. I mean, honestly, between me and you on Facebook to be an influencer, I have way more than you. <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'm more of an influencer well, John, than you John are. is an influencer. He just doesn't like that label. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I would never call myself an influencer, although I, clearly I am. Yeah, People want to do is. what I'm doing. Yeah, right. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, yeah. CastBox, Castro, all those apps, we're there. Pandora too. Yeah, we're on Pandora. <laughs> if you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. You should still try to find me on Twitter. People kind of forgot that I'm still <laughs> yeah, out there. Somewhere. Yeah. We also have that exact same handle on Instagram, mm-hmm. underscore Earth Oddity. If you want to check out our show art. Excellent yeah. show art, by the way. Tiny does all the show art. <laughs> yeah. Which I forgot to tell you. Did you see Thomas dabbed on you in the comments of this past no, week? No, I need to go I need to go look at that. So our, our title for the show was They're Delicious, right? No, it was They're Great. They're Great, yeah. They're Great. But you spelled it T-H-E-R-E. So, My bad. Yeah. But I immediately commented, <laughs> I don't know, like, look at this nerd. You know? <laughs> Way to use correct English, yeah. nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we have a phone number. Um, it's 662-493-2059. Uh, everyone have a great week. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>